This is Susanna Hills Podcast. We hope this message becomes a revelation in your heart and will encourage you to live a Christ-centered life. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Here's today's message. Awesome. So are you ready for the Word this morning? I'm excited about the Word. And uh, just looking at the advert that came up, uh, the Word that changes us, I just thought of Isaiah 40, where it says, The, the Word of the God is forever. I mean, for how many uh, hundreds of years has the Word of God stand through tribulation, stood through fam- famine, stood through all those things, and up to today, we have still got the Word of God that strengthens us, and what an amazing privilege is just to be together and hear the Word of God. Thank you, Lord, that you just come this morning. Father, we open up our, our hearts for you, Lord Jesus. Bring your Word, your Word of life, Father. Transform our lives, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Come and ignite those seeds, Father. Come and pour some fresh seeds into our hearts, Lord Jesus, that we may be ready for a harvest in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, friends. So we on our last stretch this Sunday of um, uh, uh, um, Splendor, and, uh, we talk, and I'm going to talk to you about community, just God's heart around community. I remember about... What is it now? 23, 24 years ago in 1999, I worked in a town in the free state and a friend and I rented a house together and, you know, like young people, we were a bit wild (laughs) and just across me uh, lived another friend with whom I worked and at that stage I worked at the municipality and I just remember every week that friend that lived across me would invite me to their small group, and say, Murdoch, don't you want to come and join us, a small group, but ach, it wasn't my space, I didn't want to be there, and I just remember this guy continually asked me to come, and it, and it came to a stage where one day I told him, okay, his name is Willy Fenter, I said, Willy Fenter, I'm going to come this week, but I'm going to make you a deal, you never ask me again, <laughs> he said, Awesome, that's great Come, It was a Tuesday, and uh, that night I walked over the street, went to him, and I don't know, you know, God sometimes just sets something up for you. I don't know if you guys experienced that. God just, just had that week sorted, you know, and, and they were working through a book, and that specific night was about repentance and getting born again. <laughs> that was a lesson in the book, and I remember, you know, I walked into that small group, everyone sitting there. And I remember I, tell, I told them, listen, if you do anything funny, I'm gone. <laughs> and I said, don't worry, man, come and sit, relax. And they worked through that book. And a mother praying 10 years for me, seeds been sown in my life, God did something that night. And I, and I, I didn't have boldness to do something there, but when I walked back to my house, I, I fell on the floor next to my bed, and I said, Lord, I, I specifically remember, I said, Lord, I'm going to hell, save me. And God came and did something radical. You know, God uprooted me from something. Old life, old ways of doing things. And He planted me into a kingdom, into a community. New friends, new way of life, new thinking. And awesome. And there, I can tell you, friends, an awesome journey just started. Just reading, getting to God's Word, just just hungry for God's Word. I remember that first year, I was reading the Bible and you know, it's 
so many revelations and all the friends around me, I'm sure I gave them a hard time because I had to hear all the things I already knew. (laughs) But God did something in my life, my friends. But my question to you is, where are you planted? Psalm 3 verse 1. Says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. And this is how he is. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaves does not wither. In all that it does, he prospers. Friends, we like trees that need to be planted. I remember when Gareth kicked off the series, he had this, this bonsai tree. I don't know if you could remember that bonsai tree. And you know, when I think back to that bonsai tree, uh, it's an it's a, a image of the bigger. It's the small of the bigger. It's not the real thing. It's limited in its growth. It's planted in a pot. And it doesn't bear seeds that can multiply. God wants you to take you and plant you at rivers of life. Where your roots can go deep. Where your branches can go high. Where you can reproduce seed and multiply. Genesis 1 verse 28, God says, be fruitful and multiply. Now friends, I know, I know, it's not all about the totals, the the, 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 the growth and the numbers. But numbers is important. I mean, I can't disciple an empty chair. <laughs> you know, but, but I want to say, I shouldn't think of growth as much as I should think of health. Because what's healthy grows. <laughs> if you take a small seedling, and you prepare the ground, and you put that seedling in the ground, and you water it, you fertilize it, you look after it, you trim it, that thing is going to grow naturally. God wants to plant us at streams of life, where we can grow naturally, where we can be healthy, an environment that is healthy for you and me, where growth is natural. I know there's one friend, man, he didn't, no, Jesus. He wasn't really interested in Jesus. Yes, he went to church, but that was about that. And he, he was a farmer, and I remember he was really a racist type of person. And then one day, the Lord touched him. And he went on an outreach overseas to India. And there, he washed small children's feet. And God did something in his life. You know, he came back, and he journeyed with God, and today he's in Africa, preaching the word of God there. Friends, God wants to take you out of the world. He wants to, you know, when, when I was planted in the world, I didn't grow well. My, I didn't give much fruit. I was wild, branches in every direction. God, God wants to uproot you and plant you in the kingdom, in community, where you can flourish, where you can produce where you can have friends that care for each other, pray for each other, be connected, be supported, where, where there's people that can care for you. you know, God gives us an opportunity. 
And what you do with your opportunity is your gift to God. I want to read to you in Haggai 1, verse 7 and 8. Thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the hills and bring wood and build the house that I may take pleasure in it, that I may be glorified, says the Lord. God says, consider your way. Something He says, before He tells us, He says, consider. This is important, consider your ways. And then God says, go up the hill and bring wood and build a house. God doesn't give houses, wooden houses. He gives trees. You see, and I think many times I pray for wooden houses instead of for trees. And the ability to transform them into wooden houses. They say, we need to go up a hill. It's a place of sacrifice. We need to take the trees, make wood, bring them down, build houses so that God can be glorified. Community is the same. God gives us people. I need to go up the hill and sacrifice. Become part of that. Build relationships. Actually show up at a small group. At City Lights Half Time. Maybe serve somewhere. Pray for someone. Care for someone. Be connected with people. I need to sacrifice. God wants to give you all those things. And many times we pray, Lord, just send me some friends. Pray people that can care for me. God says they're there. <laughs> Lord, give me the ability to be connected. Because it's already there. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe sometimes... Yes, sometimes I've built a house and God says, give the house to someone. Yeah, sometimes God, but many times God gives the trees. You need to build a house. And it's in community where God takes pleasure. God loves community. Just think of it. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit living together, doing everything together. When they created, I said, let us create man in our image. In our likeness, to be like us, to live in community, not to be alone and isolated, but to, 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 to love each other and to spend times together. And it's also in community where God is glorified. Friends, I want to, I want to talk to you about how to build community. And to do that, we're going to bake a cake. Because community... It's like baking a cake. <laughs> just want to do this. I don't uh, make my clothes dirty. <laughs> right. Community is like building a cake. But you know, when you build a cake, you build a cake for someone. Am I right? We don't just build a cake. Someone needs to eat the cake. I'm reminded of that scripture. Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might, with all your strength. God is the center of our community. Friends, I've seen so many times that community is about the people. Yes, it is about the people, but it's first about Christ. It's from that place where we go in, and from that place where we go out, and we love people. We pray for people. We care for people. But community is first about Christ. I join community because it's about Christ and people. 
in, 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 in uh, Genesis 22. I just read this recently, and it, and it was so awesome, this, just this picture of where Abraham, God said to Abraham, Abraham, you need to go and sacrifice your only son, Isaac. And then uh, Abraham said yes, and, when they, and they went off to this mountain, and they at a stage they left uh, the donkeys and everything behind, and then Abraham took the wood and put it on Isaac. The word says he put it on Isaac. And then they walked to this mountain. When they came there, Abraham took rough stones and he built an altar, put the wood, and then he put Isaac on the wood. And God just showed this picture. You know, when we put Christ firstly on our community, our community will build on Christ. Is that amazing? And you know, friends, they build that community with rough stuff, that altar with rough stones. Friends, don't wait until you are smooth and cut and, and approved before you join. I want to ask you, while you're rough, come, sacrifice. Lord, I want to become part of something. I want to go up the hill, Lord Jesus. I want to sacrifice, Lord, myself, my pride, who I am, Lord. And Lord, I want to join and become part of something greater, Lord Jesus. You want to do something, Lord Jesus, in my lives and in the lives of others. But I need to join. You know what's the other thing about baking a cake? You need, actually need to go out and buy the ingredients. You actually need to go out and source ingredients and bring them. I'm again reminded of that part in, in, uh, in uh, Matthew. Matthew 22. Uh, where it says there in verse 2, The king of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. I just want to change it a bit into our context today. It says, a king prepared this feast, a community, in a community for his son. He's got this community. And then he says, see, I've prepared my dinner, my oxen, and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. God says, I've got this awesome place where there's fellowship, there's prayer, there's people that would care, there's discipleship, there's a place where you will grow. I've prepared everything for you. Come to this feast. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his farm, another to his business. Sometimes we say, Lord, sorry, I don't have time for that. I've got, to, I've got places to go, people to see, things to do. Friends, we need to balance our time. Everything is on time. We've got a season for work, and we've got a season for community, season for family. And when one is a bit tough, yes, you, you, you spend your time there, sort it out, but then you come back into balance. Are you in balance, friend? Are you involved in community? Are you involved with people around you? Who's the people around you? Who's the people that influence you, that support you? We need to, to, to be in community where we can be part of that. And, and, and look what he says there in verse 9. Go therefore to the main road and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. So the wedding was filled with guests. God is inviting us to community. Verse 11. But when the king came in to look at the guest, he saw there was a man who had no wedding garment. Friends, when you come into community... You need to change. It, you need to be transformed. 
you need to look different. When, when, in those days, when they came to that wedding, they had this garment that they wear, wore. But one man did not wear it. He did not change. He did not adapt. Friends, community is there to change us. Fellowship, fellowshipping together changes us. It transforms us. And when we bake cake, when we bake cake, it's so awesome. You'll see all these ingredients. They're not the same. You know, like a... Like an egg. An egg hasn't got a massive journey that it goes, that it walks. You see an egg it's from the hen to the cake. <laughs> Almost, can you see? <laughs> yeah, you well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm just checking if you are awake. I go back. I did catch him, eh? <laughs> Guys, but I want to say to you, flower has got another journey. This thing has been ripped from the land. It goes through a mill. It's been crushed. Friends, sometimes, you know, when people join our community, all hasn't the great life. All didn't, five of them isn't right. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> some, some had, a, had an awesome, but some that join us went through some crushing. Maybe friends, some, maybe you are going through some crushing. I want to tell you, friends, come into communion, a community where there's people that can pray for you, for you, where there's people that can journey with you. In Mark two, we read about the story of the man that was was paralyzed. Lying on a, on, a, on, a, on a mat. I'm telling you, he wasn't only lying there, he was living there. I believe that man was crying out, Jesus, I'm going through crushing, Lord. Lord, Jesus, I, I, need, I need more of you. And, the, and just the way uh, uh, some, somewhere Jesus was busy in a house speaking to people. He was having community. And this man longing to be there. But luckily, that man had four friends. Each one took a corner of his bed and carried him there. Would you be the one that takes the corner of someone's bed? Someone that needs Jesus. Someone that wants to be in community. Someone that's going through crushing. Someone that needs healing. Someone who needs support. Will you be the one that takes the corner of someone's bed? But friends, I know it's not always easy because when we get there, the place is full, they can't even enter the door. Will you walk the extra mile for them? Take them up the roof, break open the roof, and put them next to Jesus. And you know, Jesus said, because of your faith, be healed, stand up, and walk. It's next to Jesus. Where we meet Jesus, where Jesus transforms, heals, restores. But will you be that one that help people and lead them there? And get them to a place where they can meet Jesus. Friends, and when we've got all these different ingredients, we start to throw them together. We mix them together. They become like one. You know, sometimes we can't choose what we go through. But we can choose when we go through, with whom we go through. Are you going through your difficult times with good people, God-loving people that would support you, pray for you, and lead you in the right direction? 
And I want, to, I want to show this. This is so amazing. We can actually learn from the women in the Bible how to do that. Is that let's give one for the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> amazing. I want to, oh, let's, let's learn from women how to do communion, community. Uh, Luke 8, it says, Women accompanying Jesus. Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and uh, infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others. And here's the thing, who provided for them out of their means. Can you see, friends, they walked with Jesus with the disciples, and they provided out of their means what they have. What do you have to offer? It doesn't have, always have to be finances. have to be what do you have in your means. Maybe it's a word. Maybe it's a prayer. Maybe encouragement. Maybe just being there and being an ear for someone. Maybe then when they're going through a difficult time, just a phone call and being there with them. But I'm telling you today, everyone has got something to give. And are you in community where you can give that? Are you walking with so that you can give what you have? God is giving us an opportunity, friends, to give and to provide. Luke 23, 55. says, there's a Jesus is buried in Jerusalem, um, and uh, it says that the woman who had come with him from Galilee followed and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in the tomb. Friends, to walk from Galilee to Jerusalem was 110 kilometers, and they said it took about six days, and these women said, we will journey. We will walk this road together to get to that place. Friends, community is about walking together. Sometimes it's not easy. Then you need someone to support you, someone to encourage you, someone to strengthen you. Because if I'm low, you're high. When you're low, I'm high. We need those people to walk this journey with us so that all of us can get to the destiny. Strengthened. And strong. Luke 24, 10 says, Jesus, were they at the grave? And these women went there, and the angel was in. He said, God, Jesus is not here. And then they left from there. Uh, and it, uh, verse 10 says, Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. So it was women that actually went to the apostles and told them, Listen, Jesus has risen. In community, God uses people around us to talk to us. Sometimes God speaks through others to encourage. Because you know what? I know when, when, sometimes when I'm, when I'm going through such a difficult moment, or I've got this idea, I'm, I'm so tunneled vision. I can't always see the dangers. And then I've got friends around me through whom God sometimes talks. That gives influence into my life and says, Murdoch, let me just give you, let me just say what, what I think, what's in God's heart to help you, my friend. And then we get encouraged by people around us. Friends, we need 
community. We need to get involved in community. We need to be like Nehemiah. And I want to end with this story. You know, there's Jerusalem laying in ruins. Broken. People are broken. And they come to Nehemiah and tell him, listen, man, Jerusalem is broken. People who look at the world around us, it's broken. People need Jesus. And look what Nehemiah did. As soon as he heard these words, he sat down and wept and mourned for days. He was fasting and praying. Friends, do you have compassion for the broken? Are we praying for them? We, we, need, we need to have compassion for the world. And it says there, um, Then I now pray before you day and night for the people um, confessing their sins before you. I can see a man that's passionate for this world and for the broken. And, and it says in verse 8, remember the word that you commanded. Lord, remember your word, Jesus. You came to seek and save the lost, Lord. You send us out into this world, Lord. Remember your word, Jesus. You've died on the cross for us, Lord. We want to call the people in, Lord Jesus. And you know, there was enemies. When Sanballat and Tobiah, the Ammonite, heard this, they were displeased and great, and, and then greatly displeased. Uh, what it says? It displeased them greatly that someone had come to seek the welfare of the people of Israel. Yes, the enemy is there. The enemy wants to stop this. What God has put into place, friends, we cannot be sidetracked by the enemy. God wants to build community, wants to bring us into community. We need to be part of that and rebuild this house. And look how they rebuild this wall. Then Eliashab, the high priest, rose with his brothers, and they built the sheep gate. doesn't matter who you are, how important you are. They work together, and it says, and next to them, they build the wall. And next to them, and next to them. Friends, building community, we stand together. We build together, and we strengthen these walls. And then when we take this cake and we put it into the oven, and we go through things as friends and community. God comes and He does something awesome. Because God takes community. God loves community. He comes and He does something awesome. Is, anyone, is it anyone's birthday today? Anyone's birthday? <laughs> anyone? Anyone's birthday today? I've got a cake for you. No. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Happy birthday, my friend. <laughs> God wants to bless you. Friends, I want to invite you into community because we are a church that are community. Each community has six small groups where we meet three times a month in our homes and then once a month we come all those Light groups come together as community, and we've got an evening we call satellites half time when we pray together and when we see who's in our community, start to fellowship, learn to know each other. And then once a month, as a community, we serve together on a Sunday, we do outreaches together. Isn't that amazing to be something, a part of something like that? Can I pray for us, friends? Jesus, you love community, Lord Jesus. Father, give us a heart 
for community, Lord Jesus. Give us a heart for the saints, for your church, and Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for, for people that can come around us, love us, care for us, walk with us. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we choose, Lord Jesus, to be part of something great, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we are not made to walk alone, but to be part of your church, Lord. You build us into the wall as a living stone. Thank you, Jesus, that together we can be a building anchored on a foundation of Jesus Christ. Ignite the passion for community and being part of, of a church in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message. Don't forget to check out our website or visit City on a Hill International on Instagram or Facebook for our updates, celebration times, or ways you can get involved. We are also streaming our message on Facebook Live, so make sure you join us or share the post. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. We'll see you soon.